at some at some points i was i feel like i was a complete doormat <laughs> once i even felt scared i even felt scared over a slack notification when certain faces showed up you know um even if that person is a person uh, not talking to me Tiketi Tech Talks, tech podcast from folks at Tiket.com, who have built highly complex and scalable platforms in their lives and are now transforming tech at Tiket.com. Follow to make sure you do not miss out on key lessons from the masters. So fasten your seatbelts and enjoy the ride to Andromeda. Hello and welcome to Tickety Tech Talks, a podcast by tech folks at Ticket. Today, this is episode five. We're going to talk about a very interesting topic. Every circus needs a ringmaster. Need for a TPM to manage innovation chaos. And to discuss this, I have a bunch of folks, very experienced folks, Uh, who have been playing the role of TPM. So let me quickly invite and introduce them to you. First one is Chandrakan Chaturvedi. He's senior TPM, senior principal TPM, 12 plus years of experience in organizations like Amazon, Paytm, and now at Ticket. Uh, welcome, CK. We call him CK. Hello. Hi, Sanjay. Nice to be here. Looking forward? Yep, absolutely. Excited. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. Next, we have Adi Kristanto. He's a senior principal TPM at Ticket, 16 plus years of experience across several domains and various roles in, in pro, pre-sales, project management, and also TPM. Worked with companies like OVO, Entity, Dimension Data, et cetera, et cetera. Very experienced. Uh, you know, Ari, welcome to you and looking forward to listen to you. Yeah, Sanjay. Thank you. Cool. And, you know, Now the third one, and a very special one because she happens to be the first female guest on this uh, Tech Talk. So uh, this person, you know, this is Anastasia Kasnadi, uh, principal TPM at Ticket, nine plus years of experience in operations, in banking and fintech like OVO. And she's also special because she's also doing the uh, TPM role for the first time. So welcome, Tasia. We call her Tasia. Hi everyone! Thank you, Sanjay, for the special welcoming. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's always you know first time female coming over and discussing our guest. So awesome. So first question to me uh, from from my side is, uh, you know, do you guys agree with the topic? I mean, it's kind of a little scary, right? You know, circus, ringmaster, TPM, innovation chaos. You know, are they related? You know, what's happening here? Any one of you think you want to take a shot? So at- I'll at- I'll take a shot on this. Uh, it's an interesting term, innovation chaos. Uh, that just sort of goes to show that there is a lot of scope to innovate, to bring about uniformity, and uh, hence using the term ringmaster to manage the innovation chaos is, I guess it's it's pretty apt. It's it's apt for what we are going through, and at the same time, what all the TPM role holds for us uh, for the future in basically unifying the entire uh, tech team and uh, basically uh, 
removing the chaos and uh, coming up with beautiful products. So on that, I guess uh, I am, I mean, the title as such is apt. It, it is, it is the need of the hour right now. Yeah. Adi, Adi, your, what's your view? Yeah. Sanjay, uh, innovation in an organization will have a huge impact. What actually happened is unpredictable and this is really uh, tourists. Yeah. Rather than view chaos as the enemy, we need to discover our strength and we need some person to manage the risk to make the people connect and facilitate to resolve a major issue when inventing a product or feature uh, within uh, the company. Cool. Good thoughts. We'll, we'll obviously dig deep here. Tasia, yeah. you know, uh, your thoughts? Yeah, um, basically... I used to do a lot of innovation projects too. And yeah, I see a lot of chaotic um, experience, basically because everybody will have uh, their thoughts and they they will all think um, all of our innovation is important. So yeah, we need some kind of leader or in this case, ringmaster to manage that. So yeah, that's I think that's correct. So, so tell me, tell me, so I understand the need of the TPM. Now, tell me, how does life look like when the TPMs are not there? And then I would like to start with Tasia because Tasia is also playing the TPM role for the first time. So, so you know, tell me how was life before kind of TPM showed up? And I would then ask other folks to kind of pitch in too, you know, because they may have seen life without TPM. So Tasia. When I first joined here, um, uh, we don't have a TPM function, obviously. So what I see is product and engineering team are working on it themselves, basically using the resources to do the overseeing and managing the works. So nobody is monitoring the big picture of the projects, such as the long-term goals or the evaluation of the effectiveness of the job that is already done. So everybody is focusing on delivering their own tasks by sending requirements. Hence, the engineering team has to do the planning. So that's what happened, I think, back then. So, so you are saying, you know, every animal is responsible for his own role. So there's nothing <laughs> much, right? So everybody kind of figuring out. Adi, you, you've, done, you've done this uh, transformation in OVO, I guess, where you kind of landed and I think you were in the early team which put together, you know, TPM function. And yeah. what what's your experience? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to start uh, with the TPM term first, uh, Sanjay. Very yeah, good, in, very good. Thank yeah. you, thank you. I, I think this needed the hour. Yeah. yeah. In my view, the the technical project manager is a project manager with specific expertise in the technological aspect, managing the project with a high degree of technicality. The TPM will serve the engineering team for the technical project facilitating the engineering team and supporting the product on how to maximize the value. Yeah, maybe some of you are still confusing what is the TPM. Sometimes we call it a technical project manager or technical program manager. This naming, of course, could be different depending on the company uh, policy in terms of role and responsibility and whether we have an additional role as a team facilitator in the vertical also. So we not only focus on project delivery, but also we have an additional role as a servant leader in the vertical. So that's why we name a technical 
program manager or technical project manager, Sanjay. Okay, great. How is life without a TPM? Just kind of give our audience a sense. You know, we talk about chaos. What kind of chaos? Yes. How chaotic? So the TPM as such, uh, life before TPM, you like in every company, you have a certain process. And for every process, for every process slash product, you have a product manager and then you have the tech team. Now, the product manager's sole responsibility is basically to work on the product only. And the engineering manager's sole responsibility is to make sure that whatever the product requires is uh, done and uh, in a very effective way, in a very efficient method. Now, life before TPM, the product manager and engineering manager, in addition to their roles, which in addition to their core roles, uh, they would also have to manage the deliverables, uh, do uh, tracking on the projects, uh, look at your capacity management for the team, run the sprint. So there's a lot of additional tasks, which is not their core tasks as such, which obviously eats away time, uh, bandwidth, and so on and so forth. So the TPM role as such uh, bridges this gap between the product team and the tech team, resulting in each of the teams, the product and tech, concentrating on what they are meant to do. Um, again, coming back to the core job responsibility. So to answer your question, Sanjay, life before TPM, uh, things were still moving, obviously, things were going, but at not that good a pace, the quality would be in question, the quantity delivered also would be in question because they are doing other roles also, which the TPM comes and sort of fixes and allows every team to work on their core uh, job roles. So tell me one or two symptoms that typically you will see when, when you kind of walk into a shop which doesn't have a TPM function. Uh, how, what are the two, two things that you will be most obvious to see? So first one is basically no visibility on what is going on in the team. Or actually not no, but I would say relatively lesser visibility on items that the tech team is working on. Uh, that is something that will is definitely will definitely lag uh, if there is no TPM. Uh, deliverables, projects, in case of any delays, concerns, etc., will not get called out on time, leading to delays on that. Uh, it will always be difficult to estimate the time taken to complete a particular project where there is no TPM. So. These are like two, three examples on the top of my head, which the moment you see that there is no TPM, these are the ones which for sure will be facing issues for this. Asya or Ari, do you want to add any, any, I mean, I'm just looking at, I walk in and I see these two symptoms and you can say, man, I can tell you this team needs a TPM and you know, it's like chaos all over. Anything that comes to your mind? Yeah, Sanjay. Yeah, I think organization is more complex uh, today including feature uh, development process, tech stability, and some initiative for improvement. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah, we need the people as the facilitator to make sure all communication working properly, uh, as CK said. Yeah, I believe the common sense and project 
management competencies are important uh, for being a successful TPM, uh, Sanjay? Now, what I have seen is, you know, since I've been involved in, in several companies, uh, you know, building products, I've seen that, you know, over a period of time, uh, the TPM role and the product management role and uh, and the role of uh, interim manager, they all are kind of doing, the, you know, in some way or the other, the role of a TPM, which gives them a lot of control. So once, uh, you know, when the TPMs typically walk in, it's a it's a hard it's a hard problem because a lot of people think that oh what you're doing is um, is actually part of my role some people even feel that you know okay if if the tpm is going to do this what i am going to do because tpm ends up doing a lot of things which are you know urgent and important you know not necessarily important from a product perspective because product thinking and there is a whole debate about product thinking versus project thinking uh, which is about what is you know who should focus on what but but given the situation, tell me during the early times when you are introducing TPM, the concept of program management, you are setting up the function, what kind of challenges do you go through? What kind of typical uh, reactions or, you know, you will get from people and, and how much, how well received will it be? You know, maybe I'll start with Tasia. Um, well, um, obviously the first um, response would be a lot of questions, a lot of challenge um, throwing, throwing back at us because uh, everything is new, everything is different from how it, how it used to be. So yeah, that's the first. And also um, after that, there were a lot of tensions around why TPM did this or why TPM don't do this. So um, leading to people's anxiety and sometimes a little bit being jumpy, basically there were gaps in what TPMs are doing versus the expectation of what TPMs function should be. Because for some people, the, the expectation might be different. We face a lot of pushbacks, complaints, pressures, rejections. Yeah, I think that's what happened in the very, very beginning phase of the TPM joining. So, so at any point of time, did you think that this is not going to work and going to kind of fall apart? Low points? <laughs> At some at some points, I was I feel like I was a complete doormat. <laughs> Once I even felt scared, I even felt scared over a Slack notification when certain faces showed up. You know, um, even if that person is or person are not talking to me, be, just because I was too afraid that people um, will point some mistake or, you know, will will just challenge or things like that. So yeah, at some point, I think this is going to be very difficult. But not uh, not necessarily cannot be happening. So, did it succeed? Do you think TPM function is now better respected and, and and more people are kind of willing to accept? And if so, what was the turning point? At what point of time you thought this may work, and why? I mean, what changed? Obviously, thanks to a lot of people joining. First of all, so. Um, you know, we, we gather our thoughts, uh, we, we listen and we learn, and um, we think about the things that is uh, failing, and we try to do something else. And the turning point, I think, um, after several verticals or several departments, uh, seeing that having a TPM could actually help them, and they start uh, requesting for one. I think that's the turning point for us. So at least, at least, 
even maybe if I myself don't do a very good job, other TVMs do it. So the TVM function is running smoothly at least. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Azir. It's it's very hard. It's very hard putting putting a new transformation, uh, putting a completely new function, and that to remotely trying to convince a lot of people is not easy in any which way. So you know, Adi and or CK, you 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 can can you want to add to what Tasha is saying? If you have experiences, Adi, do you want to add on this? Then I'll uh, talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, CK. Uh, yeah, challenges in set up the TPM function. Uh, I will focus for people, uh, process, and tools. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think for the people, yeah, it's difficult to find the right people, uh, Sanjay. Generally, people tend to find people who are similar to them. But when we build something, yeah, I think we need to people with different skills or competencies, yeah. And for the process, yeah, this is how we set up the framework and standardization. We build something, so everybody has the same, the same guideline, and then we can measure the project quality and ensure all TPM members can identify the project uh, objective. Yeah, and the last one about tools, yeah, as a tools. to help team manage and organize uh, the project, such as Confluence or Jira or Team Gun for the timeline tracker. Yeah, the point is how we can transfer our tacit knowledge as TPM, such as insight or ideas into explicit knowledge, like documentation or report or something. And then the most important thing is to automate uh, processes that we do Over and over again in the uh, company in the TPM, yeah, Sanjay. Sige, you you have yeah. done some interesting transformation. I, I remember uh, maybe <laughs> yeah, you can maybe. you can talk about your experience with Paytm, which also was a very dynamic organization, uh, especially yeah. your ticket new uh, experience, where you know all this was kind of setting up from scratch. As you know, I'm sure you will have you know right. to share. So. Uh, basically there is a huge uh, difference in expectation versus reality whenever the role of a tpm is introduced uh, in a tech team especially when no one has much of an idea on what the role actually is and like i had mentioned earlier right uh, with the inclusion of tpm like basically product manager concentrates on the core product and the engineering manager concentrates on the core tech when you introduce the tpm role there is a little bit of uh, pushbacks there are there is a little bit of trust issues hesitancy on uh is what exactly uh does the role uh mean because now for a product manager right you have a certain bit of tasks that you're going to deliver uh, you plan your week accordingly that uh monday i will work on my requirements tuesday i will follow up on the project status with the tech team Wednesday, I will work on sprint planning, so on and so forth. Now, with the introduction of the TPM role, Tuesday and Wednesday tasks are taken care of. The TPM takes care of that. So now the product manager does not like has more time to deliver items, but at the same time, he or she gets a little uh, anxious, a little confused, not entirely knowing how do I utilize that time because this was not part of your normal. process this is something new and uh, 
so this is also like one of the hurdles because then it takes time for them to completely understand the updated roles and responsibilities uh take that into account and then basically uh it it takes it takes time it takes a time for the product and uh, the tech team that over a period of time to start completely realizing uh, the benefits of a tpm role and then start uh, re redoing their roles and responsibilities to deliver it on a on a daily or a weekly on a weekly basis so that's what that that expectation versus reality it takes some time for everyone to get accustomed to it uh whether it was even in the previous place ticket new there was no tpm whatsoever so the moment i came in with the tpm role the solution architect the product manager everyone uh, again were a little hesitant in the first week or so because when i started following up on their tasks they were like okay now what do i do so my response was well you're a product manager now you work on your product and make that even better uh, you know like make the result with a beautiful product within a month it got to a point where uh, they did not even follow up with the tpm as such but as uh, in the end the team as such started delivering way better products uh, items and so on and so forth so in the long run it definitely uh, helps the first few months yes there is a little bit of uh, hiccups and all that so if you want to sort of get adjusted to it but there's a solid long term benefit uh, on this role completely agree completely agree because you know a lot of people when suddenly the tpm role shows up you know tpm role is a very operational role it takes a lot of time uh, and, and and you have to do a lot of follow ups um, and finding out you know what's happening what's not happening what's getting delayed a lot of communication a lot of your time goes in doing that it's not easy and suddenly if you get a let's think about a product manager or engineering manager you know or in qa there are a lot of time is being spent on this and not on their core function but if you take that away suddenly people don't know how to deal with that they got a huge amount of time and they don't know what to do with it yes so i've seen this it takes a while to kind of get yeah. you know get used to it and very easy to get kind of got get uh, fall in that trap of that okay i'm not doing anything uh, well you're not doing anything which is not important for you uh, as a product manager you need to focus on the product what should be on the what part or the engineering should focus on exactly the technical aspect of it but interesting but i i can understand it's really really very interesting and so topic two analogies if i may uh, with regard to the tpm group which i even explained to the tpms within ticket and all that in order to fully understand the role of a tpm uh one of them is what i have uh, discussed with you also sanjay is basically tpms are more like diplomats for their respective verticals working with other verticals in maintaining uh diplomacy and at the same time you know getting all the tasks delivered like ambassadors in the in the un exactly or... we are ambassadors for a country working with other verticals and getting it uh getting things uh released on time in a very in a very uh diplomatic way right uh that is one of the primary agendas and in terms of understanding what a tpm is i mean um if you think of your normal ketchup right uh which you use on your sandwiches on your cutlets on pizzas and noodles and all that now think of pizzas and noodles and sandwiches and cutlets as separate verticals uh wherever you add ketchup it enhances the taste of that particular food item 
it enhances the efficiency of that particular vertical but at the end of it it's the vertical that receives the appreciation it is the food item that oh wow these cutlets are good whereas it's the ketchup that's actually gone and enhanced your taste so tpms is basically a role like you said it's operational uh where we are there everywhere we are ensuring things run smoothly uh but at the end of it the respective verticals take away the thing but at the same time they are there to and we genuinely enhance the efficiency of every vertical in a very subtle way they, uh yeah basically good. that that very good very interesting very interesting I, i i can see the pitch that you guys are making that you know what without us it's it's very bland right we are the ones yeah. to make it happen very interesting understand appreciate now tasia tell me uh which of the function is the most difficult uh you know when it comes to acceptance of tpm is it qa is it engineering is it product is it senior management what is it which 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 part of your which part you feel is the hardest to kind of turn them around in your opinion well um since we came from the technology so for the engineers and for the qa team to accept us i think it um it's rather easy as um they will just um hope for us to make their life much easier <laughs> at some point but maybe for um product friends um sometimes um when we don't get along or maybe not get along but maybe we have different opinion on something and like uh we have different understanding of something uh we tend to have tensions there because um yeah obviously uh tpm will be another counterparts that they have to face maybe um along this time uh product team face the engineering team directly but now like there are one more layer to it so it's uh, another if if we see it like only in a very very general way it will become a hurd- another hurdle to overcome but then if we already run it smoothly then it won't be another hurdle so i think yeah maybe with the product friends it quite difficult at first mm, interesting so is it uh, so I, let, let me take this question to you know secure and adi uh, is it about giving up control or is it about is it about something else and and the second part is do you kind of agree with what tasia says or is it more to do with the kind of organization you are and 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 how the technically the tpm function is reporting into the, the product management yeah, i think the tpm can help the product management team to ensure product backlog is running effectively establish product planning and facilitate stakeholders collaboration as needed and to qa yeah i think tpm can ensure that the qa team must carefully learn the product requirement before they do uh, the quality itself and then create a list of scenario to be tested and keep thinking outside the box or try uh, the thing that the software is not supposed to do and to development yeah i think we need to help the team focus on creating the high value increment Uh, during the feature development process and then we remove the the impediments or blockers keep positive and keep within the time box that's the, the important thing and to management i think we need to manage the expectations sanjay and stakeholder 
uh, engagement to facilitate the the all team. Okay. Any any additional input? The way I mean, in addition to what Adi and Tasha have uh, basically said, right? Uh, if we are to look at every individual function, the way I would see it is the product management and dev. Uh, take it, take the introduction of a TPM in a little bit different way as compared to the management and the QA team. Now, product management and dev is again because, like I've already mentioned, the EM role and the product manager role. So there is a bit of an understanding there, and over a period of time, they take obviously it, uh, has a better result towards a period of time. Whereas QA and management, they sort of take it well because uh, QA or in your immediate uh, changes that you see is that you have a lot more understanding bandwidth capacity estimates of a particular sprint task the qa team is able to analyze that and in case of any concerns they're able to quickly route it via tpm and you know get it sorted so the qa team is a little welcoming uh, and as for the management obviously the management as such also sort of takes it in a positive way because now they start seeing updates on the respective projects uh, regularly uh, call-outs and concerns like what Adi mentioned, the stakeholder management, right? So they start seeing positive results. So QA management uh, are happier. As, I mean, not exactly. I mean, they're obviously happier, but uh, product dev and dev takes a little more time than QA and management into accepting the TPM role. Now, one interesting question. Now, TPM role is technically an individual role. Right, you don't have people reporting into you. QA doesn't report into you. Dev doesn't report into you. Product obviously does not report into you. Now, in such a situation, that's one aspect, one one dimension. The second dimension is that uh, you might be actually interacting with several very senior folks, VPs, AVPs, and and obviously, you know, these senior people come with their own set of egos and their own set of yep. challenges. How easy it is to connect with them. You know, you want to kind of set up a meeting because you know something is not going right, and you want to escalate and you want to kind of reach out to senior people. Yeah. How do they take it? You know, is it? And I and I want to go to Tasia first. Tell me, Tasia, how easy it is to kind of get senior people enrolled and kind of get to you talking. And in then, in general, that why will people listen to you? I mean, how do you make that happen? It's kind of little. You know, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, think about it. In the ringmaster, the ringmaster is controlling the circus, right? How do you get to that? What makes you, you know, what, what, and then we'll talk about, you know, what makes you, what is the role of TPM? We'll, that's the next question, but let's focus on that. Kasia. Yeah, uh, I think for the leaders, it's different for everybody. Yeah? Every, every personality is different. Some might answer nicely, some might react nicely, helping uh, us to understand. Well, some others might uh, already have the impression that this person is not that important or maybe won't understand like any of the details or things. So I'll just skip or answer shortly. Well, for me, this is a basic attitude skills. No? So uh, it's there with everybody and not everybody has the same maturity level. So um, I don't think that's a problem for me. Um, anyway. I think I cannot control how people choose to treat us. You know, how I can control is how I react to that treatment, right? So you know, what I do is, uh, what I do is, I, I I was just showing that I am doing my job uh, that Sanjay has given to me. Um, I was um, 
I was asked to do things like ABC and how I do it is like, maybe I need some information from you, the leads, the VPs and everyone. And maybe I need your help. I need your support. So I just basically, you know, put a game face on <laughs> and tried my best to talk. Cool. Yeah, CK. Uh, as to how the senior folks, the senior management takes it is, uh, the way I look at it is every team is interdependent on each other. Product cannot fo- uh, function without tech. Tech cannot function without QA. QA cannot function without this. And then when the PPM role gets uh, injected into a particular tech team, there comes a time beyond which PPM cannot function without tech. Tech cannot function without product. Product cannot function without QA. So now if I approach a senior uh, leadership uh, uh, a senior manager, like you mentioned, VPs, etc. And uh, if there is any kind of pushback, the first concern would be that he or she has not fully understood the benefit of a TPM role, because the pushback would only mean that, uh, you know, that I can handle it by myself. So that that blank is not there. And then it would mean that, you know, we will have to sit with them to sort of understand why, why not. And then again, iron out that particular part then and there so that in the future, the senior manager again understands and then, you know, reaches out as and when it is required. So that is, uh, I mean, that that would be my uh, input on on this. Yeah. No, I think very interesting. I mean, I understand. And I, I believe over a period of time, yes. all these frictions kind of, kind of come to a, you know, almost kind of go away and, Eventually, people figure it out that you know it's a new role, and once people settle, I think right. this is this is kind of settled down, right? But still, you know, I think if I kind of look at it, so are you guys the god of you know order, or 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 in in the Asterix world, can I call it chaos killings? You guys go and kind of like Ghostbusters, just kill chaos, right? So now, now considering yeah. that, because that's what it sounds like that you guys do some magic, you know, now tell us what is actually, we, we talked about TPM, we talked about everything, but we haven't talked about what is the role of TPM, right? And, you know, then we have terms like Scrum Master, Program Management, Project Management, and now we have this new term. And and is this, is this whole function only uh, available is, is all is prevalent in internet companies or it existed in other geographies domains etc maybe with different names so i want each one of you because you all come from a different background to kind of delve on this what is the role of tpm right and what magic you do and, and how it's how different the different roles are talked about us you know and you know CK, starting from you okay so Fine. Thank you. My response to that would be a TPM role, uh, like you mentioned, right, Sanjay, you mentioned Scrum Master, you mentioned Project Master, uh, sorry, Master, I'm saying uh, Project Manager. So the TPM role is essentially a summation of a program slash project slash Scrum Master uh, with a T added. That's the technical part to it. that is essentially what a TPM role is. We program manage the tech team uh, into delivering uh, projects and ensuring that on a week by week basis, the deliverables picked up 
is matched with the available bandwidth, concerns are called out and things move smoothly. So on a very high level, that is essentially what the TPM role does. Um, so is, 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 is like Scrum Master same as TPM or are they different? Uh, they are different in the sense that every TPM is a Scrum Master, but not every Scrum Master is a TPM. A Scrum Master is only going to run your weekly sprints uh, and you know getting updates and uh, calling out concerns and so on and so forth. But the TPM has an additional role of not just managing a particular team's deliverables, but also in stakeholder management, reaching out to product, reaching out to commercial. Uh, a TPM is technically he he or she bridges the gap between the operations product side and the tech team. They understand both sides of three sides of the world, or at least to an extent that they will be able to translate the requirements coming from operations and all into tech. Okay. Yeah, Sanjay, because I started my career in IT <laughs> and almost all of them are IT projects. Last 10 years, I have only known the term project manager. Correct. Now we can hear there is right. an IT project manager, business project manager, technical project manager. Yeah, It seemed that the company has started to distinguish what industry project managers are in. TPM in most cases exists in IT industry, which have an engineering department. For skill, yeah, I think TPM skill and traditional project manager skills uh, are almost the same. The only difference is the technical project manager will have expertise in a specific field and support the project or initiative in engineering. Yeah, that's, that's the difference. Let me ask you a different question, Tasia. How important is T part in the TPM, technical program management? So how important is, you know, being a technical program manager? I mean, being technical in program management, in technical program management. To me, a lot of this is common sense. To me, a lot of this is, you know, being analytical, being able to kind of spot things and kind of put together. I mean, we're not asking you to write code. I know some companies are very, very strict when they're hiring on the TPM, but do mention the need for T in the TPM. Yeah, this is a very challenging question for me, Sanjay, since I might be the only one who's not coming from a technical background. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as Adi already mentioned, the TPM and the project manager is uh, basically very, very similar uh, job. And I also feel that because I was a project manager in the past and I still can use some of my expertise here being a TPM. Um, so we still define, uh, you know, uh, manage schedules, um, generate reports, things like that. But maybe uh, at some point we need to understand at least a little bit of the things that we are um, doing in the project. So at least we know when we face some issues or problems or challenge, we know who to reach, um, what to do and what to say at least uh, at the very first. So at least we know how to act on it. Not necessarily we have to code the fixing itself, but at least we know how to act on such problems. So the T in DPMs is important, but not necessarily have to be like perfectly mm -hmm. some very technical person, I think. Cool, good. I think, I think this is interesting now. Uh, let's talk about, I mean, I mean, if you ask me, I mean, I think I'm sure you have heard about Robinson Crusoe and Man Friday. Man Friday is like pretty, pretty much 
very, very old. And to me, Man Friday was nothing but Robinson's Crusoe's TPM, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, he did all the magic. Whatever Robinson Crusoe wanted, Man Friday managed it. So, so, so that, the, you know, it's not, it's there in the history forever. Now, let's talk about what makes a good TPM. What are the traits and characteristics of a good TPM? If I want to be a TPM, you know, what kind of traits, traits should I possess? And how do I know that I'm a good TPM? So, Addy, maybe I'll start with you. Yeah, uh, Sanjay. Yeah, I want, I want to emphasize that uh, we are working as a program manager with an additional role as a team facilitator in the vertical team. So for the project manager part, I think we have some understanding of how we manage the project. But for the team facilitator, as a leader, I think we should be flexible on how we manage the team. Yeah, I want to encourage the servant leadership concept. Being the servant leader is not about your success as a TPM, but it's about the success of those you are serving. Yeah, I think the good TPM is the leader who brings success for the team, makes the other great instead of blaming, punishing, or judging. That's Sanjay. Yep. Oh, and just to add one more quick point to that and a good listener. Yeah. To uh, so everything you know, what Adi says, everything, just one thing also just to add is a good listener. A TPM needs to listen to everyone. That's how he or absolutely. she gets to understand yeah. the uh, core issues and then make better uh, improvements. So it's not necessarily technical improvements, but also of the resources uh, the meetings, if uh, he or she wants to, uh, uh, you know, reduce the need or something, anything even related to the resources uh, to help them. Listening, another very important factor for a TPM role. Yeah. So, Sigi, I, I hear you. What you're telling me is that if I apply for TPM role, I, I don't think I'm going to make it, right? That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You know, because I think listening is a core skill, right? I need to practice a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah. That has your comment. Yeah. Your comment on this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listening is very important part of the skill. <laughs> I do but, have. But, but I think I. But but I also believe that just listening won't make you success, right? Because then. Correct. Just. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is added. It is an important skill. Yes. Yeah. I'm, yeah. On yeah. a lighter yeah, note, I, agree. I mean. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you have to be assertive, right? You need to kind of assert. Yeah. That you have to listen, but then you have to say, well, that shall do this, right? Yeah. Uh, because yeah, listen, think, like uh, a 360 degree listening. You need to listen to everyone and then come up with your uh, proposal and that will be the end to it. But it's a 360 degree listening. Like a Dolby, Dolby listening kind of thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> sort yeah. of. Be yeah. Because the project manager is the center of the project's information flow. Yeah. Right. Now, and, and that is where the where lies the root cause of all evil, which is the control. A lot of people think that TPM are, have a super control and they have access to key people and you know they kind of they kind of control the whole thing. Uh, they are the you know as I call it in, in, you know in a, they're like a human brain. They, they move information around. They make sure that socialize all that information. They also have access. To senior folks because that's what their role is actually and as a result of that uh, tpms could be a lonely role right a lot of people are, might be how do you build how do you build rapport with muscles and how do you get them to trust you because you you could you, you know it, it could be seen that 
you're gonna like eyes and ears of some you know senior folks. How do you deal with that? CK. Okay. Uh, the way I deal with it is uh, whenever anyone, I mean, you need to build the trust, right? Anyone comes up with anything, the first notion is that person is right. Like they say, the customer is always right. Whoever comes up with you with anything, he or she is always right. That is the first thing. The moment if you think otherwise, that's where you're already losing out on the trust. Because if someone has approached a TPM for any kind of uh, XYZ reason, that means they have understood the need and they have approached for that, right? So that is the first step in uh, building the trust between uh, TPM and the respective uh, team or a person or anything. Um, so you listen, whoever is right, uh, you take down all the requirements. And then after that, you do a 360 review, figure it out, and then you revert with the expected timeline, gain, start gaining that bit, let them be heard, and then come up with better process processes uh, depending on whatever their requirement is. Uh, if you cannot do what the requirement entitles, in the first step itself, don't just say no, but that's what you build it, you build the trust, and then go ahead with it. Sanjay, I think before we expect to be listened, I think it would be better if we could listen to the information flow yeah. through active listening. 360 listening, like uh, CK said. Yeah, we want just to display, display that we are genuinely interested in what is being conveyed by our team. From that, we can build trust and help them to make sure the project information is flowing properly. Yeah, well, um, maybe for me, for me personally, I at least um, we need to listen a lot. But then we we all we also need to have curiosity um, for us to really listen and then understand. So listening is one thing, then understanding is another thing. I think that's the added value of that. Now, any one of you can want to share? We talked about what what makes a TPM success. Do you can, in, does any one of you? have a story to tell, a short story maybe, uh, where the TPM function actually failed. And 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 you saw it fail and, and you couldn't do much about it. You, you did whatever you could, but it failed. Anyone wants to kind of share that? CK, you or um, anyone? I'm, I'm actually trying to think, but I can't seem to think of any place where introduction of a TPM actually resulted in a failure because uh, yeah, I actually can't because the role in itself actually only brings about positive changes. There is, I mean, so, I mean, that's what on a personal note, based on my experience in my career, I sincerely cannot think of a Eddie, scenario where TPM failed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think have experience okay. about the, <laughs> because you're merely uh, assisting yeah. teams. So. Yeah. yeah. Tase is doing it for the first time and she's already committed that it has been a, it has turned around it's kind mm -hmm. of the success. So <laughs> yeah, I can share you, uh, this is, this is in PTM, you know, uh, and obviously it's, it was not my vertical, but I, I won't name verticals, but I have seen TPM function become almost like a consulate function. Right. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. It basically okay. means that, you know, you are doing some odd jobs and people are using you to kind of set up meetings and kind of do useless tasks, right? Many useless tasks. And essentially, it happens when the TPM function is not reporting senior enough in the organization, and it is left to kind of sometimes you make it report to a QA or a product or a 
mid-level engineering management where there's a conflict, right? Um, you know, one of the key things that a TPM should do is to be very neutral, whether it is product or, or, or engineering or QA, and basically put all the data on the table so that a right decision can be taken. Now, many times, if you are, let's say you're reporting into a dev. Now, you know, if your boss, if, you know, it's very hard to report against your boss, right? And uh, so I've seen if the reporting is not set right, uh, you know, I've seen several times it fails. Uh, the other thing is that if, you know, if the team is not empowered enough, meaning uh, typically you will have challenges where people will not listen to you and whenever they figure it out, the TPM is not really a strong function for one reason or the other, they will stop. I mean, this, this whole thing will fall apart. And as a result of that, um, you know, it's like a culture change, unless it is, you know, kind of blessed from the very top or, or CX level, it is very hard for them to succeed. And I've seen it fail. Agreed. And I've seen very good TPMs leave the organization simply because they said, well, this function, you know, is, there's no justice in this function. So on that perspective, yeah, I mean, uh, completely agree. The fact that uh, they start thinking of the TPM role as a concierge service, uh, more on, uh, uh, you know, just assisting them, something like a tech secretary of sorts, which is essentially what not the TPM role is. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So on that, yeah, there are certain things uh, wherein it still helps the tech team, but on a personal, individual career growth, you have, you have just merely become a secretary, which leads to people resigning. So yeah, that that scenario, yes, there are a few of them that it kind of fails. Yeah. So you have had experience yes. saying that, you know, uh, you know, somebody comes showing up, you say, you know what, I, I'm really busy. Can you call up my wife and can you kind of help her, you know, kind of uh, buy some stuff she has dumped it on me, you know, <laughs> never had <laughs> any scenario yeah, yeah. like that. <laughs> How will you no, react to that? It happens. It, it is. I don't know. I, I don't can't. I'll have to. I don't think it no. happens. I mean, let me yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it happens. I'm just making it up. And yeah, just yeah, to keep yeah, it spicier. Yeah. And, but, but the point <laughs> I'm trying to emphasize is that a lot of people think it's a concert service. And I am extremely against it because yes. I don't think, you know, it's demeaning a very important function. Very, very right. important function. Could. Agreed. Completely agreed. Uh, it is not a concierge service at all. Yeah, they are basically technical program managers, program managing the technical aspect of a particular organization. No, they, they are actually improving the probability improving. that you are yeah. going to deliver things in time with quality. And that's not a mean, that's not a mean objective to, to achieve. Very important mm -hmm. function. I, I have seen a lot of companies struggle um, including mm -hmm. if, if I look at, you know, before TPM and post TPM, the productivity of the entire organization goes significantly up. So to me, yep. it's a very, very, you know, uh, right investment always, if you don't do it, when I came to ticket, one of the first thing I figured it out was that if we don't put this function, it will be a nightmare to kind of get deliveries out, uh, timely quality with quality, et cetera. So I have a huge respect for this function and I fully support that. Um, and six six months later, we got an escalation stating that we need more TPMs, which just goes yes. to show that the team has, you know, uh, adjusted to it. They are happy with it. And yeah, uh, and, and I, I think this credit to Tasia and, and uh, Ashwita, who's not here. I mean, uh, who, who, who could have been uh, also one of the participants. She's on maternity. So. Pioneers of TPM. Yeah, you know, cool. Yeah. Now, one last thing, you know, I would like each one of you to kind of, Talk, you know, just summarize your thoughts, 
and also make a pitch to you know to all the young TPMs out there that why do you think you know ticket is such an exciting place to kind of join at the stage and, and what they can learn from here with, with with experts and you know kind of experienced leaders like you. So you could you know Tasia, you want to start or and then maybe we can go yeah. to Adi and CK. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, of course I can pitch because I'm here. I feel like I'm taking a master degree. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, I I work uh, for almost ten years now. I work as a project manager, so I kind of nailed the project manager job. But then Sanjay came and, hey, let's do TPM. And okay, uh, let's see. Let us say maybe for a month. Uh, for the for my first month, I basically always ready to Google anything that Sanjay said <laughs> because I don't know anything about it. But then I still can do the job pretty well because um, everyone here is very supportive. Um, they, I, I don't think I never got blamed for anything. Even if I do the mistake, uh, Sanjay, Sanjay or Ashwita will always say, it's okay, people learn, blah, 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 and things are getting back to normal. And then also in the TPM group, now we have a bunch of fun people you can check with the others also. Uh, we basically just chat and laugh every day, obviously, when Sanjay is not around. <laughs> no, so we have a yeah. separate Slack group for that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And, and I'm sure, I'm sure uh, you know, CK will learn Bhasa, and then you guys can have fun. And I'll still be struggling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a new job for me. And this is uh, it has come with a lot of challenges. But I kind of enjoy it. So yeah, that's my pitch. <laughs> For the project manager or TPM outside there, you should be proud of yourself to be a project manager, Sanjay. I, I want to quote analysis from PMI, Sanjay, from okay, project, project Management Institute. So PMI published the, the research and analysis document for jobs and career growth for project manager within the 11 countries studied. So this research is started in 2017. They forecast 10 years until uh, 2027. By 2027, employers will need nearly 88 million individuals in project management-oriented roles. And China and India will re represent more than 75% of the total project management-oriented employment. So the demand itself is very high, Sanjay. However, the people with the right competency are very low. So we have some gaps there. So this report show that project manager are important contributors to productivity. That's my point. CK, final word to you. My pitch would be that there is never a dull moment in the TPM role. It is uh, a very non-monotonous role because you are establishing SOPs, processes on a daily basis. Uh, people will reach out to you in case of any concerns, uh, stakeholder management, new requirements. And in this day and age of dynamic requirements popping up, uh, then with uh, COVID, etc., going, there are changes that needs to be done within 24 hours, within 12 hours, at times within an hour. Uh, and everything goes via the TPM. Right, uh, because a TPM obviously he or she needs to know what is going on so that they'll be able to contribute and assist the respective teams and to get things done. 
So with all these things, there is never a. I've, I've I have been a TPM for a long time now, and in all these years, there has not been one day where in the morning you come and uh, you're like, okay, I have to do the same thing again. That will never happen in a TPM role, and even in ticket as such. I've been here for about uh, four months now, and uh, not one dull moment. Every day there is something or the other that is happening. Plus, in addition to establishing the TPM role within Ticket, that in itself, uh, you know, has I mean, we're able to put forth our thought process, what we are thinking, how best we think it will help the team. So even setting that up, uh, looking at the multiple projects, everything. is again coming back to that that there's never a dull moment so that in itself is i guess a good enough pitch because you're giving nine my my philosophy personal philosophy basically is that i'm giving nine hours of my life every day uh i'd rather give it to something that i genuinely like doing and also that i do not get bored or it is monotonous and the tpm role is something that you know suits me perfectly fine uh, yeah that would very good i mean you know uh, so what i hear is that you guys are ring masters right uh, <laughs> you manage a lot of chaos so anybody out there who is running a circus will need you and uh, the the study that you're quoting adi tells you that there will be more and more circus because a lot of people are investing in awesome you know ideas and in the early part and even when they when they are later part uh, you know uh, in they, they are still a circus in fact we'll do some other time another kind of an episode on tpm where how does the role of tpm changes when you start growing from a startup all the way to 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 a mature organization like vertical because the tpm roles are required in 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 the entire spectrum of the you know the journey of a of a of a company but the role changes significantly right i think in in the early days it's more like robinson crusoe's you know fry you know you know man friday to something which is a more evolved version which which does a very things things differently but but it's an it's an awesome you know talk uh, you know i really thank you for all of you for joining in and sharing your thoughts appreciate really appreciate that and um, to our audience uh, thanks a lot folks for tuning in uh, stay tuned and keep listening to our new podcast as and when they come in uh we do we try to do it every two weeks sometimes we get a little delayed but but it it's something that we want to kind of give back so thanks a lot for listening in bye thank you sanjay thank you everyone thank you team thank you everyone thank you